All right, we got here Marcus Ogden, founder CEO of Ogden Ventures, ex NFL athlete, former coach of mine, friend of mine, awesome dude in general. What's going on, Marcus? I'm doing well, Antonio. How's everything coming along, man? Everything's great, man. You know, we had a working relationship over the last year or two, and I haven't spoken to you in just quite some time. So fill me in, man. Everything's going super well on our end. I want to get deep into what you got going on. I see you all over social media now. Podcast is blowing up. So fill us in, man. Yeah. So right now we're really focusing on our podcast. It's really having a lot of success. We're now ranking the top 1% worldwide, most popular podcast. We achieved that at seven and a half months of our launch date which is almost unheard of. We've had a lot of support. We've been downloaded in 73 different countries across the world, 40 states in the U.S. And what is really, really exciting, our speaking is picking up tremendously. We've been to Cherokee, North Carolina. Then we were in one week, then we were in Indianapolis the next week. Then we were in Louisville a couple of days ago. Actually, I got back yesterday. Got to go to St. Augustine on Sunday. And I'm actually going to be speaking on the same stage as Tim Tebow's wife. I found out yesterday. So his wife is speaking for a company called Power Room. So we'll be speaking on the same stage in St. Augustine coming up here shortly. So which is exciting that we got to go to Houston and Tampa and some other great places, man. So yeah, things are coming along well. So you're you're not busy at all. (laughs) Awesome stuff, man. I want to get vertical a little bit into the podcast real quick because it hits home and it's wildly impressive. If people want to find out like, Yes, Marcus played in the NFL. You probably have a million interviews out there. We don't want this to be another generic podcast of this. And like, what was your favorite moment in the NFL and all this stuff? We can shed some light on that. But I want to go deeper into the podcast start because of the fact that nobody builds a podcast in seven months to top 1%. Talk to us about your system, what your team looks like on that end, how you're getting guests. We'd love to hear the download. So the system is we have a phenomenal production team, multi-format network out of Chicago. Dennis Green and Ben Boyquist and their team are phenomenal. We record on Tuesdays. We've been very fortunate to have all kinds of guests. And really what's been our secret sauce, and people don't believe us, is we just have on different types of guests. It's not the same. It's not cookie cutter. It's not, you know, it it could be a professional athlete one time. It could be a Super Bowl champion. It could be a business owner could be somebody that is a man that, you know, that recognizes himself as a woman, you know, all these different things. There's, there's no rhyme or reason, right? So we've been very, very fortunate. And again, we don't care if you're, if you're homosexual, heterosexual, white, black, it don't matter to us. As long as you have a great story, that's all that matters. And we have a lot of guests that are, some people guests are past guests we've had. Who's, one guy was openly gay and talked about growing up in rural Arkansas with that pressure to, you know, guys like Willie Parker, who's a two-time Super Bowl champion with the longest touchdown in, in, uh, in Super Bowl history, who said when it's time in the game for him to step up, he was available and he took his shot. So that's been our theme. And then we market through my business partner, Don Wiener, creates great marketing material for us to post on social. We get it to our guests. They post it. They reshare it. And then we're just really good at managing just like getting out there and marketing. And that's something that a lot of people don't do because it's hard. I mean, it's a lot of work to start and to market and to market and to start. And then again, with the guests, because of where we're at now, people come to us. We were on, we still are on a platform called matchmaker.fm, which allows guests to find you along with you can find podcasts to get on. And we've had some great success there. And also, man, people take time to, you know, rate us and you know review us and that helps out as well. So like I said, seven and a half months in, 
here we are, top 1% podcast worldwide. So you're traveling a lot. You're doing the podcast. Is the podcast remote? Do you have a, a studio you like to operate out of? What's the, what's the flow? Great questions. We operate out of our home virtually. I have a little setup in my place that we have. But actually, look, we're looking to get a bigger studio and set that up more on a big grand scale. But yeah, I mean, so it's virtually set up, virtually done. I travel a lot. So I, I do the best I can for work to not be traveling on a Tuesday. Sometimes it falls and sometimes I gotta shoot into my hotel or if I'm on, if on the road. Sometimes I mean, like yesterday, like this past Tuesday, I didn't record at all because I was heading to Louisville. So I try the best mm-hmm. I can to make sure I'm not traveling. If I am, then I can adjust if need be. But I've also got a lot of past episodes in the, in the hopper. And, but again, we're interviewing, you know, four people a week. So we're, and we publish four days a week. So we're always current with where we're at. So which helps us to continue to build better audience listens, listenership, more people that want to come onto the podcast, more diversity, more sponsors. Again, 95% of podcasts don't monetize. We're in the 5% that do monetize. What's the name of your podcast? Get Authentic with Marcus Ogden, M-A-R-Q-E-S. Again, Get Authentic with Marcus Ogden. Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Stitcher, Amazon, YouTube, you name it. You know, Pandora, we're on all major platforms and on YouTube as well. So when you guys first launched this, it, it, you know, like, Seven months, a ton of growth. What are some of the challenges that you face? And there's a lot of, you know, Antonio and I get asked this all the time. We've been having, we've had our podcast for four years. We get asked all the time, like, what do you have to do to start a podcast? Well, you've started a podcast within the last year and it's blown up. What challenges have you faced through that growth? And, and how have you guys- The recovered? challenges are delegating to the right people things to get done. My business partner, Dawn, she was awesome. And she took it upon herself to see that a lot of things I was posting wasn't congruent. It didn't have any type of continuity. So she then will start creating like a new episode, you know, upcoming with the person's picture and the date and what it's about and all these things. And she does great. Right. But a lot of the challenges are, is really starting and then just getting into getting people to listen. So that's the hardest part, right? It's like in the beginning, Building up people to say, yep, there are over 4 million podcasts in the world right now. Why should I stop and listen to you? Right? I was talking to her ex-girlfriend this morning about, you know, our podcast. And what I did was, and this was actually, I mean, it's kind of, I don't say it's brilliant. I don't want to toot my own horn. But my ex-girlfriend is a pharmacist, right? So today's episode that came out, the episode is titled The Authentic Truth of writing in the pharmacy, in the world of pharmacy, like how to write different blogs and topics around pharmacy, right? I know my ex is a pharmacist. So I said, Hey, you might want to check this out. I sent her the picture that my partner created. I had sent her the actual episode. She listened to it on her way because she lives in Clearwater, Clearwater, Florida. She listened to it on her way to Tampa and she texted me back, Marcus, this is amazing. She said, it's something she said that was really funny. She said, and she's like, and her, she's like 33. She said, I didn't know you could actually listen to a podcast. And that as you're doing something else like texting or doing something else on another app, you can still let it play. You can still hear it. Cause she said back when she listened to it, you didn't, you had, if you got off the app, it stopped. So now I said, well, no, I said today, if you have really, really high quality production, that's not a problem. So I used today's episode that I knew was going to be relatable to her to get her to listen. 
Now she's like, Marcus, I love your podcast. I'm going to tell everybody, because she works at Pfizer. I'm going to tell everybody at Pfizer about it. I sent it to my parents. And now, boom, boom, boom. So what I tell them, if you're starting a podcast, right, people in your circle, send them an episode that relates to them. Because the hardest part, gentlemen, is getting people to actually want to stop and listen to your podcast in the beginning when people really don't know what the hell you're going to be talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Major takeaway right there. If you didn't, if you didn't listen to that in full, play it back and listen to what Marcus just said right there, because that is the difference between being an amateur and a professional, right? You're taking this seriously. And for two, three years of our podcast, we're on your year four. Landon and I just ran it as amateurs, just full transparency. We just kind of, we stuck to committing to posting once a week, recording once a week. And it went by the wayside. And what we came to find after our business continued to start to grow, we're like, yo, all of this growth that we've experienced have come from the relationships from the podcast. And so we're like, dude, like we have not done anything to nurture this and we owe a lot back to this. So we hired an operator, we hired some VAs, we started to send the podcast out to more people, post about it and really take it from this amateur level to more of a professional. And we've seen immense growth over the last year as opposed to the last three mm -hmm. years. So that's amazing, so, man. And so, so where, let me ask you this question. Where is your guys' podcast ranked now? Like, where are you all at on your podcast journey? You're in, you're, you're, you're four, you're in for four years. Where are you all at right now with like your podcast exposure, like ability, all that kind of stuff? It's a great question. And the answer to that question is not fully known. If, if that makes sense. We haven't committed to understanding where we're at in the rankings. We've looked at views. We've tracked metrics. It's at, you know, multiple thousands of downloads an episode, but we're never attached to that outcome. What we really started to focus on was like building it more into our ecosystem and letting our communities know, and then trying to build it organically through the people that come on as well. But to that point, this is our message and this is our, you know, a light bulb coming off of you saying this, hey, we need to start well, tracking this thing. Well, so how do you well, go about well, I'm going to tell you, there's a platform. Have you ever heard of Listen Notes? So that's mm -hmm. where you go to, to find out where your podcast is globally ranked, right? So if you're not in the top 10% or higher, they won't rank your podcast, right? But if you are, go to listennotes.com, type in your podcast name in the, in the box up top, and it'll pop up. And then if you're, if you're not ranked, it won't say anything about your ranking. But if you are, it'll say you have a listen score of dot, 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 dot. It could be as low as like 20 up to like, you have some shows like LeVar Burton is like in the, like in the upper seventies or Ed Miley's in like in the upper seventies, right? And so the higher your listen score goes up, the more your global ranking goes down, which means you're more popular. So it goes from like 10 to five five or two and a half, so on and so forth, right? So listen notes will tell you where your podcast is ranked globally. And if you're trying to close sponsors and make money from your podcast along with your ecosystem, people want to know a couple of things. One, how many downloads are you getting per episode, give or take, right? Two, what's your reach? In the US, what states are you in? Which states are the most popular? In the around the world, how many Countries have you been have been streamed or downloaded in? So we've been streamed, downloaded in seventy three countries. It's seven and a half months. Forty states in the U.S. plus Washington D.C. Right? We're right now at about we're close to thirty five thousand downloads since we launched in June of last year. Right? We're in the top one percent worldwide. We are, you know, we have two hundred. I want to say we have two hundred and seventy one 
of 271 five-star ratings. We have over nine, we have like 91 five-star reviews, right? So if you're going to try to sell your podcast, make money off it, because again, if you're already bringing immense value, why not make money off it, right? Figure out and find mm. out exactly, right, where you are in these rankings, because that's going to mean you can either make less money, no money, or more money as another way on top of building into your ecosystem. Okay. Well, enough about us being selfish with, with these questions, right? I'd love you just to kind of give, you had a successful NFL career. I'd love you to be able to just kind of tell a brief story about whatever you want the, our listeners to know about your NFL career, but then really get into the transition of being the identity of, hey, I'm a professional athlete to now I am in, you know, I'm a, I'm a retired athlete or and I'm into this new world. Like, talk about that transition yeah. a little bit and, and just yeah. kind of recap so I was that. drafted in National Football League in 2003, played almost six years. Played with some great teams, Ravens, Jaguars, Bills, Titans. Played with some great players. My brother, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Willis McGahee, Eric Moulds, Albert Hainsworth, you know, Michael Griffin, you know, Vince Young. I can go down the list. And after the NFL, I struggled immensely. I finally got into construction, built this massive company, became an eight-figure-a-year business owner. And unfortunately, my ego, my bravado caught up with me, and I lost everything. In 2013, moved to Raleigh, and I hit complete rock bottom after being fired from two jobs in the same week. Basically, having no money, having nowhere to go. I'm like, what am I going to do with myself? Da, 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 da. And I had my rock bottom moment, right? So, I have a question for you guys, right? Do you all know who J.K. Rawlings is? J.K. Rawlings, like the. the That's the it. That's her. Do you know I what she Harry wrote, Potter. Harry Potter? It was that it was like a coffee in shop her car, right? homeless. She's the only billionaire author in the world. She's given away more money than Stephen King and James Patterson have made combined, right? And I bring it up because she says rock bottom is the moment that she rebuilt her life. So my rock bottom moment where somebody's trash and rotten meat and nasty garbage got on my body, my skin, and my clothes. That was my wake-up call to turn myself from somebody that was always blaming others and was like, it was never my fault and poor me and poor Marcus to somebody now. It's like, okay, Marcus, you screwed up. Marcus, you made the mistakes. Marcus, you need to own this. And that's what I did. And I took my story and I tell people this all the time. Aristotle said one of the keys to being successful in sales is metaphors or aka own your story. So I started to create my own story. And I shaped it from my pain, became my passion. And I launched my business in 2013. And, and for two and a half years, no paid jobs and kept going, kept going. Got our first paid job in April 2016. Got coached, got mentored in 2018. Now, here we are today. We've worked for, we have worked for 48 Fortune 500 brands as a speaker in the last six and a half years. We have our, we're a four-time best-selling author, coach, consultant, podcast host, brand ambassador. Do we do PR for people that need help in getting out more exposure? You name it. But again, it all starts with you have to own your story. And if you're listening to this episode, if you don't own your story, right, somebody else is going to own theirs. And those are the people that are going to end up getting the business because people relate to those they can really hear have a compelling, authentic story. So well said, man. Thank you for sharing. And, and that was one of the big hiccups for me as well, was that 
I was afraid to own my story because I didn't have that story of like I was homeless or I didn't hit rock bottom. Rock bottom for me was just like my baseball career ending, but I never had to like struggle for money or anything like that. And then I realized I was like, okay, that's okay. That like, that's just my circumstances, but I still went through a, a very hard level of pain and that doesn't, you know, go unnoticed. And so how can I own my story? And maybe I can resonate with other people that were in that same, you know, same position. So I, I think it's so well said, like just own right. your story no matter what. It's you, very I unique. I mean, you don't need to, I mean, you don't have to hit rock bottom like JK Rawlings did or like I did, you know, I don't want that for everybody. What I want you to do is whatever rock bottom is for you, baseball career ending, being fired from a job, divorce, or, you know, whatever it is for you, just own it. And then from there, figure out how to rebuild what you want to help others. So rock bottom, it's not a competition, right? It's not about, well, I didn't, I didn't lose all my money. That, well, it doesn't mean that it's your rock bottom. It's not as important as mine. I mean, your rock bottom is yours. Mine is mine, right? The thing is being strong enough to tell whatever your rock bottom story is to others. For example, yeah, I was talking about something yesterday at, at a job I was doing in uh, Louisville, and I mentioned something going on in my life, and I had a guy reach out to me yesterday evening who said, Marcus, I'm going through the exact same thing. Thank you for sharing I'm going through a hard time right now. I'm a former pro baseball player, short time in Major League Baseball. I ended up having a great year in real estate in 2018. 2019, things started going bad. 20, of course, COVID hit. 21, I got, he said, I got divorced. And now here he's in 2020, 2022, trying to get back on his feet. Now 2023, here we are. He's trying to rebuild and trying to rebound. I had another guy reach out from, from the event, said, Mark Snow, in business, man, I, I got I got taken over the coals for a hundred thousand dollars. Now here I am trying to rebuild. Now again, right, me guys, I end up losing three million dollars in ninety days. Three million. He's a hundred k. Doesn't mean that my three million, his hundred k, doesn't have the same impact on him as it did on me. So I said, man, look, I'm so proud of you for telling me and owning it. And I said, look, you're gonna bounce back. You're gonna be okay. And he was like, Marcus, Marcus, thank you for, for telling your story because now I know if you can come back from what you went through, so can I. And so again, right, Antonio, it's not about a competition. It's about owning your story and say, hey, I can get through this. Let's get it going. I love it, man. And, and that's all people need is for us to just be vulnerable as leaders, right? And that, that gives everyone the opportunity for themselves to be vulnerable and it creates this massive uh, win. And I, I will say this, and I'll, I'll have a land ask question. Ladies and gentlemen, vulnerability Sharing your raw, authentic truth when no one asks you a question or asks you to do so. That's vulnerability. And vulnerability is going to connect you with people faster than you could imagine. Because if you're able to share what you're going through and then at the same time help them to see what they're going through and they can overcome it, that's when you got them. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So I know that we're running up short on time here. We want to be respectful of your time and everything you have going on. There's a couple of things we like to wrap up with. First off, you know, this is called the Consistency Wins Podcast, right? So we always like to ask our guests what consistency means to them. And then if you'd like to leave our, our listeners with any words of wisdom, great. And then also how we can follow you in your journey and, and everything that you're building and doing. So what does consistency mean to you? 
words of wisdom beyond that, and then how we can follow you and, and follow, continue to follow your journey. Consistency your is all about showing up every single damn day, whether you want to or not. Like I go to the gym consistently every single day, whether I want to or not. I'm there, right? Lifting, running. Today, I played 90 minutes of basketball straight full court, five full court pickup games. By the time I was done, I was like, man, but I felt great afterwards. But that's consistency, (laughs) getting up and getting in there every day, no matter if you want to or not. Second thing, great quote by Aristotle. In times of extreme darkness, focus on the light. And what Aristotle meant was we are the light, but the truth is also the light. Stop telling lies. Stop lying to yourself. Stop trying to make yourself feel good and just tell yourself what you want to hear. Be real with yourself. Because here's the question, right? If you're not real with yourself, at some point, what you do in the dark will come to light. So you will get figured out if you're phony or fake or fraud. So like Aristotle said, the truth is the light. Go after that. Find the truth on your situation. If it's good, great. It can be better, own it, fix it, move on. People can connect with me at our website, www.marcusmarquesogden.com. You can also shoot me an email, marcus at marcusogden.com. Connect with us, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. I love it, man. And and then, ladies and gentlemen, if you heard this, you, you obviously understand why the name of his podcast is Get Authentic with Marcus Ogden, right? We, we spent 22 minutes of straight getting authentic. So thank you for just packing this podcast with value, getting right to the point. And I'm excited to share this with my network, man. Really excited to just continue following your journey. Thank you for being a friend, a mentor, someone that we can learn from. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on.